coming up on One Day at a Time. There are so many relationships that we get in where we've seen the red flags. And we've ignored them because, come on now, who doesn't desire to love and be loved, right? And our hope is that the person will change because we see potential in them. And what I want to remind you of is that you, you, don't, you don't marry potential, okay? Y'all supposed to marry patterns. And now you're stuck in this relationship wanting to change the person and their fundamental views about things like money, like children, like their spirituality, and you're upset because they won't go the other way. They won't change their minds and side with you. These are fundamental things. You can't force people to change. And it's even harder to force people to change their values. If your partner values going out every weekend till two o'clock in the morning and not telling you where they're going, they ain't going to change that for you. Okay. And if they tell you that they will, it's only going to last for a little bit. I promise you that. I'm speaking truth here. You can't change that about people. Those are their fundamental beliefs, their fundamental values, what they desire, what they spent all of these years until they met you building. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping women get their freaking lives back. And what that means is that I love helping women figure out who they were before they invested in all of these roles, in their education, in their careers, as a partner, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. Who the heck were you before all of these roles and where did you lose yourself? I want to help you resurrect the side of you that was meant to live this life on this earth by unpacking your limiting beliefs, helping you create and set some boundaries and putting yourself first. Because let me tell you something, I bet you that it's been a very long time since you've done that. On this show, we explore all things relationships, all things boundaries, and the very purpose that God has for your life. I share with you not only my personal testimonies, but the revelations that the Lord has given me in my life to lead and continue to grow and stretch. And listen, if you're at the point in your life where you feel lost and you don't know where to turn and you want to work with somebody that's going to help you resurrect the side of you that was actually meant to live the God-given purpose that he gave you, then head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me so we can talk about how to work one-on-one in my private life coaching program. I do have some really good news to share with you, which is that in April of 2023, I will be launching my first ever group life coaching program called This Is Church. This will be an opportunity for a group of 10 women to come together for three months and break down their stories from suffering to glory. For more information, head over to my Instagram, the link in my bio, click on you're interested in group life coaching, send me your email with your name, and I will definitely shoot over more information via email. I literally cannot wait to meet you all. 
One of the reasons why I can't wait to meet you and I can't wait to hear from you is because these shared experiences, these shared testimonies is what really is going to elevate and propel each other. You see this podcast, the squares, the content that you see on Instagram, all of this that I create is meant to serve you. I don't care about the analytics, the number of views, the number of likes, whatever it is. I don't care about that. What I care about is the value, the building up of this community. You see, the value of what we are sharing with each other is exactly what is going to build each other up and lift as we rise. Before we get started, if you're not following me on social yet, head over to my Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Karina F. Daves. I promise you the comments, especially on TikTok, are hilarious. If you love any of my outfits that I decide to share on my stories on Instagram, head over to my Amazon storefront, which is always linked, where you will benefit from all of the shoes that I wear as I commute to my tech job in the city and all of my comfortable outfits because I don't dress for success. I literally dress for comfort. <laughs> and listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it but know that this podcast was specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you. I promise you that. Te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. Hola amigos, ¿cómo están? My name's Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. And tonight we're going to be talking about how or why you should stop trying to change people. And honestly, we should just call this episode why you should stop trying to change your partner, but you could make it for whatever you want. <laughs> and the reason why I love this subject so much is because I am of the belief that people don't change for you, whether it's your boss or people that you're in love with or your family. People don't change for you. They change for selfish reasons. We are innately selfish, selfish beings. We change for ourselves. You understand? And anybody that changes overnight and tells you that they're changing for you, it's not that they're lying, but that change isn't sustainable. That change isn't everlasting. The only exception to somebody changing overnight is if something crazy happened, right? Like for example, if somebody was um, unfortunately an alcoholic and their son was hit by a drunk driver, that would be like such an awakening. Like that's a traumatic thing that can cause somebody to shift and change, right? Like that's one type of change. But for the most part, people don't change for each other. We change for our own selfish reasons. And tonight I wanna talk about how to stop trying to or stop trying to change people and why you should. Okay. Thank you everybody for joining me here tonight. I'm going to make this quick y'all under 30 minutes because nobody has time to be listening to an hour long podcast. Amen. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here tonight. It means the world to me. Um, the last couple of months have just been so beautiful in the way that the Lord has allowed me to continue surrendering and continue serving. And it hasn't been easy, you know, um, as much as I pour out, I have to make sure that I'm getting poured in. Um, you know, God is my source, one and only. And I have to make sure that the people that are around me 
love me and have a steadfast love um, for me and that their intentions are good. So especially when I think about the holidays and how much uh, things are just flourishing in my life, I I myself still continue to set boundaries um, with the hardest people to set boundaries with, which is your family. Amen. So anyways, I just wanted to take that opportunity to really um, let you guys know how grateful I am for the following and for the listens and for the likes and for the comments and for the DMs. Um, you know, I really do feel that God has put me on this purpose to guide and I can't imagine myself doing any other work, even though I have, but this has been the most fruitful coaching, mentoring, uh, teaching as a professor for five years in the women's gender studies department, teaching women's global leadership, um, and all of the testimonies that I share with you constantly have really been the pinnacle of what has gotten me here. So, and besides all that, I still have a family and a nine to five, <laughs> um, at my tech job, which I don't talk about often, but it's there and I'm super appreciative and grateful for it. Um, anyways, so imagínate si hago este entero podcast en español. All right, that would be awful because I wouldn't even know where to start, but I could do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Stop trying to change people, okay? Numero uno, let's talk about when you're in a relationship, right? Or whether it be like a friendship or a loving relationship and you see something in your partner or your friend and you want to motivate them, right? To make a change in their life or a, chain in, a change in their habits or a change in the strategy that they're doing things, right? Like in a good way, your heart is trying to motivate them. But many times in relationships, we blur the lines between what is motivation, what is to inspire, what is to influence versus what is wanting to change somebody. Okay. And let me tell you the difference, right? When you're motivating somebody, you want to inspire them, you want to influence them and you genuinely want the best for them, your advice and the way that you show up in that relationship comes without a consequence. You see? And when you're intentionally trying to change them, there is a consequence, all right? That consequence is that you get pissed off <laughs> and you become resentful and you get into the space of like, I told you that I wanted you to change and you still haven't changed, right? And plenty of us remain resentful. We remain, you know, uh, discontent in that relationship. And what I want you to understand is that you have to ask yourself, what are your intentions in this relationship when you're motivating them? Are you motivating them from this pure place of influence and inspiration and I got your back no matter what without a consequence, without an ultimatum? Or are you truly motivating and inspiring this person with a consequence? You want an example? Of course, I got you, okay? When I met my husband, I was 13. We were in uh, ninth grade and um, my husband had, his family had a business, a car business. And so he was very secure in knowing that he was going to do something with cars and he had a big passion for cars. And so when 
we got married, my husband was working for Nissan at the time uh, for about five years, and he really enjoyed being an auto technician. And he, after high school, didn't go to college. I went and I pursued my master's and I, I got my undergrad and became fully immersed in my career. And I judged my husband because I couldn't understand how I migrated to this country and did all this work for this degree. And my parents, like, they just shoved getting a bachelor's or getting your education or going to college down my throat so much that I didn't realize that, like, you could do anything else. And so when we got together, I was like, why didn't you go to college? Like, you were born here. Like, it was it was right there. Like, I had to do so much more to get here. And I don't understand why you wouldn't um, pursue something like that. And he was the one that really opened up my eyes to the fact that not everybody needs to go to college. And I love the fact that we have kids together. And one of the reasons why I love the fact that we have kids together is because our kids are able to get testimonies from two different sides, from the person that went to college and the person that didn't. And guess what? We both are still here. We both ended up in the same place, loving each other. And, you know, I'm honest with you that I did judge him, but then I was able to see that, you know, look, I went to college and I had a great time, but I didn't even go to college for anything I wanted to do. Everything was forced for me to do. I only had a couple of options. I never really studied what I wanted to do, which was graphic design and marketing. And so anyways, um, I remember in the beginning of our marriage, I would judge him and I was severely obsessed with NPR. And I would tell my husband, like, you need to listen to NPR. You should read a lot of books. You should go to conferences. You should do this. You should do that. Like, I wanted him to realize that he really could be this like big shot if he immersed himself more in the political world, right? But that was like my vision for him. That wasn't Terrence's vision for himself, right? Like at this point, we knew one thing, which is that we loved each other. And two, we knew that we wanted to be together. And here I was turning my motivation into judgment into having ultimatums into having control and I remember that this was probably one of the first instances where my controlling spirit showed up and I'll just never forget it (laughs) and it's a good story because over time I realized that you know my husband um, had a lot of patience with me because I had to unlearn a lot of the things that were taught to me about the education system and people that take a different path in their careers. And, you know, it was difficult for me, but we were able to come to terms with what we wanted to do. Now, don't get it twisted. My husband is no lazy laborer. Like my husband works very hard. And I remember when we were having these conversations, he said to me, you know, I get where you're coming from, but my plan is to make it to the top. Like, I'm not just going to stay content, you know, like as a technician, I'm trying to become a master technician. I'm trying to get these certificates and then I'm trying to make an extra dollar. So be prepared because I'm going to move around. I'm not going to stay in the same shop. And lo and behold, like we've been married for a decade and I think my husband has been to at least seven different Nissans just to make an extra dollar fifty or $2 per hour. And um, 
you know, he was right in his way. And then he transitioned out of the tech world and started working for Princeton University um, in April or May of this year. And actually got a promotion recently and interviewed for another position and got it. And we'll start in two months. So big ups to Terrence, who I know doesn't listen to my podcast, but baby, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Let me just tell you something really quick. My husband does not like any of my content. Not that he doesn't like it. He physically doesn't press the heart button or watch barely anything I do or listen to anything. And for me, that doesn't equate to him not supporting me. I'm just not his he's, he's not my ideal client. You get it? <laughs> and everything that I'm telling you, he's already experienced. So anyways, stop trying to change people. Okay. The difference between motivating somebody to inspire and influence them and motivating somebody to change them. You understand? Okay. Numero dos. This is a tough cookie to talk about. <sighs> this is something that a lot of partners complain about or um, feel lost in their marriage about, and it's the maintenance of your household. <laughs> I get a lot of DMs from majority women who are upset that they can't change their partners to pick up after themselves or fold or wash the dishes or like do household maintenance stuff, and they don't know what to do to change them. And my advice is, and you may not like it, and I know that the answer is going to be that the money's tight, but I'm telling you, invest in outsourcing because not even you likes washing the dishes, okay? <laughs> and my dishwasher has become my best friend. And what I will say is two things. One, invest in outsourcing, and two, Stop making yourself the victim. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I've realized over time that women and even myself in my household, I, I will use language like, please help me finish this or help me do the laundry. Help me clean the house. And what I wasn't realizing was going on was that I unintentionally was setting the dynamic of the household to believe that people were helping me with household tasks and in essence, they were helping me because I was the main one responsible for it. Mm, you understand? So what was happening is that people, I was making myself the victim. Like nobody helps me clean. Nobody helps me do this. And I was never dropping the ball. Like I was just always... In my brain, I thought like, because I see it, it's my responsibility because I'm the one that remembers first. I'm the one that should tell everybody first what they need to do. And you don't need to do that. Okay. So numero uno, outsource what you can in order to diffuse those arguments. And two, stop making yourself the victim. Okay. You're never going to get your partner to love washing the dishes. You're never going to get your partner to love folding the clothes. You're never going to get your partner to love doing the laundry. Never in a million years do people love doing that stuff. The only thing I've ever heard my husband say that he enjoys doing is mowing the grass with like a four-wheeler car thingy. I don't even know the name of it. But that's the only thing I've ever heard him enjoy. And you know what? He only enjoyed it for a year. After that, we ended up outsourcing all of the landscaping because he got tired of it. 
outsource it and stop making yourself the victim. I'm telling you, there is so much power in the words that you use and the way that you communicate to your family that this is not your problem that they should be helping you with. This is our problem. This household is a community. This household is an equal opportunity household in which everybody needs to do their part. Okay? So if you run out of underwear, that's on you. Hola, hermana. If you're interested in a life coach and working with me in my private one-on-one life coaching program, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me. I want to help you finally be yourself and break away from the shackles of everything that everybody else has spoken over your life. You see, this is the season of your life where you plant a seed, where you harvest, where the fruit that you bear is good for you, where you finally get to put yourself first also don't forget that in april of 2023 i will be launching my first ever group life coaching program called this is church where 10 women will have the special opportunity to be in a group community with me over three months if you're interested in getting more information head over to the link in my bio on instagram and say that you're interested and i'll send all the information for you as we launch in april of 2023 And listen, if you're more of a reader and you really enjoy reading blogs, head over to my website, KarinaFDays.com, where I write about all of my testimonies, all of my revelations about my marriage, my toxic relationships, having my first child, being a stepmom. All of those gems are there to help and guide you through this thing that God calls life. I seriously can't wait to hear from you and meet you one day. Honestly, that I'm telling you, I'm giving you little nuggets. I've had to get used to dropping the ball a lot. I'll give you another example. I have a really good gym friend recently who um, is an amazing doctor. And she said to me that... um, she was going to work a night shift and then she had to wake up. And I was like, oh, why? Why? I mean, you're going to sleep and you work till like 2 a.m. Why do you why do you have to wake up? And she was like, oh, I have to make the kids lunches and their kids breakfast because like, you know, my husband just may not do it right. And I was like, well, if he does it wrong, what, what does it matter? And she was like, well, you know, like he might miss something. And I was like, yeah, but that's the only way people learn by messing up and she just looked at me and she was like girl you're crazy and I was like I've done it my kids have gone to school without a sock or like two left sneakers or and I'm not saying that all of this was Terrence but like have just I've had to just let stuff go and surrender you understand and my friend actually texted me the next day and she said I took your advice and I just laid in bed and my husband asked me a couple of questions but everybody got out the door alive You got to stop trying to change the way your partner does things. Your partner parents in their way and you parent in your own way. Your parent, your partner is never going to parent the way you parent and your partner 
will never parent the way you parent. I might have just said that, but you know what I mean, vice versa. You guys will never be each other. That's why you're together. That's why you're like yin and yang. That's why you complement each other. Why would you want to be with somebody that's exactly like you? Isn't that boring? <laughs> and if you want to be with somebody that's exactly like you, that's like so much control that needs to be unpacked and processed at that moment. Okay? Let your partner parent in their own way. And I'm sure they let you parent in your own way. Let it be. The kids will be good. The meals will be good. The lunches will be good. The house will feel good. Things don't need to happen at this exact time. If somebody forgot to wash the dishes and somebody forgot to wash the dishes. Let me tell you something. When my husband forgets to do his part, I don't stress about it. I There are times where I might a little, but I've learned over the years to let arguments like that go. I'm not trying to change my husband to think like me, okay? I literally, if my husband forgets something, let's just say he might have forgotten to load the dishwasher, I'll go upstairs and I'll be like, I'll get ready for bed. I'll hop in the shower and be like, oh, baby, you forgot to load the dishwasher. And he'll be like, oh, my bad, I forgot. Because he genuinely forgot. I'll run downstairs. Forgot. All right. <laughs> Y'all got to work together. Okay. And you got to work without accusation and without like, <sighs> you have to lead with positive intent. All right. Your parent, your, your partner is not your child. Okay. You guys are two grown adults and y'all got to figure this out. All right. Now I'm not talking about partners who are lazy and say no and don't want to do it. I'm literally talking about the people that you know it takes two and you know that you could work with together as a team to make something work and you guys are just getting through this transition in your life, okay? All right, stop trying to change people. Numero tres and the last one is stop trying to change people's personalities. <laughs> okay, I get a lot of DMs in which people share fundamental characteristics of people that they've decided to love and be with. And what I want to say is that if you're in a friendship or a loving relationship in which requires fundamental character values type of work, you, you can't do this alone, okay? Either you're going to need a third party, this is going to be, you know, um, some type of aggressive transformation between the both of you. But what I do want to offer you is that it takes two. There are so many relationships that we get in where we've seen the red flags and we've ignored them because come on now, who doesn't desire to love and be loved, right? And our hope is that the person will change because we see potential in them. And what I want to remind you of is that you, you, don't, you don't marry potential, okay? Y'all supposed to marry patterns, and now you're stuck in this relationship wanting to change the person and their fundamental views about things like money, like children, like their spirituality, and you're upset because they won't go the other way. They won't change their minds and side with you. These are fundamental things. 
You can't force people to change. And it's even harder to force people to change their values. If your partner values going out every week until two o'clock in the morning and not telling you where they're going, they ain't going to change that for you. Okay. And if they tell you that they will, it's only going to last for a little bit. I promise you that. I'm speaking truth here. You can't change that about people. Those are their fundamental beliefs, their fundamental values, what they desire, what they spent all of these years until they met you building. And now you think you're big enough to come along and change all of that. Believe me, even if you change it for a couple of years, it'll come right back. You understand? And you, I'm not telling you that you're wasting your time. I'm just telling you that many of you many of us, excuse me, are stuck in relationships waiting for the potential to become the vision that we hope for in this relationship. Don't be with people for their potential. Be with people for the patterns that they show you, for the love that they show you, how they show up when you're upset, how they show up when you guys get misaligned, how they show up when you cry, how they show up when they say they're sorry, how they show up when it's time to celebrate something big, how they show up to raise the kids that you guys decided to have together, okay? The reason why I decided to have children with my husband was only because I saw him with his two girls. I saw him in the way that he was. He never denied them, always loved them, treated them like princesses, and they are. And I knew that he was going to be a dedicated father. I knew going into our marriage that there was not going to be any gender roles, that my husband having three sisters was never going to be the person that was going to want a, what what is it, traditional household where I do everything, right? Like, that wasn't the case. And I knew that going in. And actually, that was something that I wanted. I didn't want to be with somebody who thought that I should be doing everything just because I'm a girl. <laughs> I thought that was stupid. Anyways, so listen, changing people's personalities ain't going to work. Okay. Focus on people's patterns, not their potential. Hey, Rang Tango from Texas. What's up? <laughs> I just caught that. I love Texas, by the way, because it's next to Oklahoma and my husband always wants to move to Oklahoma for car racing. So, but we're not going, okay? Anyways, listen, this was an amazing episode about stop trying to change people. If you have any questions, put them in the chat, put them in the little question box. I would love to answer them or go to um, my DMs and you can totally privately ask me there. But I wanted this message to resonate with somebody tonight that just feels like the entire relationship is on them, that they feel like they're doing all the work. They're the ones that are showing up. The other partner is not doing anything, whether it's a friendship or a loving relationship. This message is for you. I want you to hear my voice and hear me loud and clear. The fact of the matter is that you are alone. You are already alone in this relationship, pulling the weight and doing it all. So you have to decide whether you exit or remain in it because your partner is not going to change unless they really want to. Nobody changes for you or the relationship. They change for themselves. You understand? And it's very difficult to break people away from different values that they've grown up with or they have claimed to have their entire lives. And nothing about that is going to change. Okay? Anyways, um, 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you can listen to it on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you feel like you're at a point in your life where you know that I'm the coach for you and you want to work with somebody who's going to help you get your life back in this season of your life, go to the link in my bio on Instagram and, um, you know, see how to work with me in my private one-on-one coaching program. Or, as y'all know, in April of 2023, I will be launching my group life coaching program called This Is Church, where 20 special women will have the opportunity to take their story of suffering to one of glory. Ladies, we are going to have a blast. Y'all hear me? We're going to have a blast for three months straight. Are you ready? Because we're going to go into hot girl summer, not just looking good on the outside. We're going to look good on the inside. We're going to be radiating. We're going to walk in a room. People are going to be like, who are you? What have you done? <laughs> and you're going to tell them that you went to church with Karina F. Daves. Okay. Um, let me pray for you. Can I pray for you? I'm going to pray for you anyways. All right. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the opportunity that you've given us today to wake up and live another day on this Wednesday, Lord. I thank you. I thank you for your sovereignty. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your compassion. I thank you for all the things that you've forgiven that we've done. If there's anything that is heavy on anybody's heart that can hear the sound of my voice tonight, allow them to take this opportunity to repent and ask for forgiveness in this very moment. Lord Jesus, we come to you with an open heart, an open mind, an open soul, and we ask that you just pour into us, Lord. You know, many of us are in relationships with that. uh, We just don't know where to turn. We don't know what to do. And sometimes our prayer to you is to just change that person, because if you change them, then we would be good. But I want you to pour into people's hearts tonight and allow them to see that the prayer that they should be praying is for things to go your way. Allow it to go God's way. Allow Jesus to influence the very hearts that they're praying for. Because they're not in our control, they're in your control. And we must surrender our children, our spouses, our partners. We must surrender our jobs, our money, our finances. We must surrender it all to you, Lord. And that's the hardest thing to do. I think it's like the hardest thing you've ever invented, God, is for us to surrender. And to be honest with you, I hate doing it. But I also know that it reaps a lot of benefits because every single time I surrender anything to you and I let go and I let God, the most beautiful, magical thing happens. And so I ask tonight that you allow everybody's spirit to surrender, to surrender their jobs, surrender their relationships, surrender their finances. And would you allow them to see that they are good, that they're not bad people? Would you seep into their homes tonight, Jesus? Cover their windows and their doors with the blood of Jesus and rebuke anything that the enemy has planned for them. Send it back to the pits of hell where it belongs, Jesus. Boomerang it back, Father God. Allow our children to be safe tonight. May their rooms and their beds be covered with the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. Cover. Cover our relationships. Cover our bedrooms. Cover our marriages. Cover it all, Jesus. Allow us to walk with you, with faith, Jesus, not with what we see, but with faith, because you are a way maker, one of my favorite songs. Even if I don't see it, you're still working. Even if I don't feel it, you're still working. I love you, God. You've never failed us, and you won't ever fail us. It is in your precious name we pray. Amen. All right. 
Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. Um, I always get hot when I pray. And that's when I know that the Holy Spirit is in this room. All right. My name is Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and a podcast host of One Day at a Time. And as promised, this episode was going to be short and sweet and to the point. And again, if you feel like I'm the coach for you in this season of your life, go ahead and book a sales call with me in the link in my bio or send me a DM. We can chat it up, figure out any questions that you have. And I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, cannot wait to meet you. Te adoro con todo mi corazón. Listen, if you want content in Spanish, okay, DM me content in Spanish. I want to see how many people are out there that want content in Spanish, all right? I'm also on TikTok, same handle, at Karina F. Daves. You can go to my website, KarinaFDaves.com, or visit my Amazon storefront where all of my dope outfits and shoes are because I love shoes. Anyways, all right, los quiero mucho. Have an awesome night. Ciao.